I might have a hard time tonight for two reasons. Okay. Uh, one being I'm not in my office studio. All right. Can you stop moving while you're my, talking? My leg was creeping up. <laughs> oh, God. So we have a friend staying the night with us tonight. And he's in my office because my office is also the guest room. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't able to print it out either. So I'm reading off of a screen and I'm not in my normal position. I feel like this is not going to work out well. You holding the mic and trying to sit still. <laughs> oh, it's already messed up. What, what else am I supposed to do with it, though? Don't you have like a little table in your room? Can't you set up at the little table? I mean, yeah, but that's, that's like all the way over there and stuff. No, I'm good. I got this. I'm not a fan of the situation that's happening right now. Why? Because I hate when the audio is bad. Oh, God. You're going to make me move, aren't you? Well, I can't because my phone's almost dead, so I have to be able to charge my phone. Do we just need to not do this tonight? <laughs> is all this just too much for you? Is holding I mean, into it? holding have to do it, though. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Awkward pause. Awkward turtle. Um, you put a lot more in here. Yeah, you didn't have very much in here. I I know. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know I... <laughs> so we went to we went to the grocery store and um you know my obsession with Captain Crunch. So we go down the aisle to get some and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, they're buy one get one free. And Ryan's like. Oh, snap, you get to get two boxes. <laughs> and he was so excited with me. It was the best. You can get however many boxes you want to. Oh, my God. Topples of patriarchy. Are you done? No. Literally, no. Never, ever will I be done. I mean, same. Hey, guys, I'm Kelly. And I'm Ashley. And welcome to A Day With Murder. today is from December 28th, 1988. Oh, we were just little babies. I know. We're little tiny baby. Oh. I All right. I was over a year okay. old. Yeah. What a drastic age difference we have between us. <laughs> <laughs> this was my second Christmas. This was your first Christmas. If you're not a whole year older than me, how can that have been your second Christmas before I had my first? Because I was born before Christmas. And you were born after Christmas. I was like six weeks old at my first Christmas. Where was I? In oh, your mommy's okay. tummy. <laughs> Why is time? Why is time? Isn't it weird to think about that I was just a little baby and you were just in your mommy's tummy? Never knowing yes, that we'd interact weird. one, like, one what day. What were you doing without me, though? <laughs> I was probably you do something without me? <laughs> probably much more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Life was easier you... then. Are you saying that I'm not relaxing and comforting? I'm saying that you are a lot of really wonderful things. <laughs> relaxing is not one of them. <laughs> but I Okay, can't... so our case today. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <sighs> okay, fine. Go ahead. All right, you guys. So our case today is from December 28th, 1988. Galen Bradford was born on July 18th, 1968 in Dallas, Texas. Not much is known about his childhood or his family. According to later court records, he told a psychologist that he started drinking in seventh grade and had four or five beers a day. That's a lot. That is a lot. 
four or five a day anyway is a lot. But a seventh grader. So he would have been 12? Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well. I mean, yeah. That's really that wrong, right? And that stunts your brain development, too. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> what just happened? No, it's like about all that drinking in high school. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. Okay, so... Dallas police officer W.C. Dean worked in the Youth and Family Violence yep. Division. Why are you just saying yep in the middle of one sentence? There's a, there's a delay. Well, then maybe keep your mouth shut when I'm reading. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That was rude. Okay. That was rude. <laughs> but also true. Fair enough. Okay. Dallas police officer W.C. Dean worked in the Youth and Family Violence Division. He was assigned to Pinkston High School, which was about a block and a half away from where Bradford lived. He testified that he had come into contact with Bradford on several occasions between 1983 and 1986, and had also spoken with many people in the neighborhood. He testified later that in his opinion, Bradford's reputation in the community for being peaceful and law-abiding was bad. And that's a direct quote. He said, was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair, I mean. Such an expansive vocabulary. <laughs> Just something. It was bad. He's bad. Okay, then. Fair enough. Also during this time, Officer Jeffrey Hutchinson came into contact with Bradford at least 25 times. He would see him walking the streets in the middle of the night with his gang, and he seemed to be the leader of the group. He said Bradford was usually uncooperative, and that Bradford had, re had a reputation in the community for not being a law-abiding citizen. In March 1986, police received a call about the burglary of a school building. After trying to escape, Bradford and another person were arrested. Since he wasn't yet 18, he was given probation for this crime. Bradford violated his probation many times. On April 30th, 1986, Brad Bradford committed aggravated robbery using a knife. I hate the phrase aggravated robbery. I hate it. It makes him sound so irritated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the angry robbers. Yes. No, thank you. Just leave it stuff out to me. What? <laughs> I need a nap. Okay. He was sentenced to four years for the burglary of a building and two years for his robbery conviction. While in prison, he was cited for inciting one riot and being a part of another. He had to be restrained by the guards. Two years later, he was released on parole at 20 years old. Chief Probation Officer Robert... Noguira said Bradford had several probation violations and did nothing to improve his life or future, even though he tried to help as well. He signed up for trade school on August 31st, 1988. But by December, Bradford's parole officer discovered that he had quit attending. So he didn't he didn't put very much effort in. Like none at all. <laughs> like none. Less than two months. <laughs> That's it. All done. All right. Like I said, bear with me here because okay. I'm reading off the screen. And I'm trying to angle this so you don't see my hoo-ha. Thank you. Even though I don't know why you don't want to see it, but okay. I have standards. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the sluts are better in bed. Duh. On the night of December 28, 1988, Bradford's girlfriend said he came to her and showed her a gun and said he was going to go. Do you hear the police sirens? Is that? I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what? Look out your window. Your window's right behind you. Is it in your cul-de-sac? No. no. I don't think I've ever heard sirens here before. That's weird. We hear sirens here all the time. <laughs> no, not here. Maybe I should start locking the doors. <laughs> that would be really great. Okay. On the night of December 28th, 1988, 
Bradford's girlfriend said he came to her and showed her a gun and said he was going to go out and make some money. Bradford and his accomplice. Uh, who? <laughs> Brad. <laughs> what? Pretty close. <laughs> Bradford and his accomplice. Van. Vandron? Van. Vandron? Sure. Bradford and his accomplice. Oh my God, why can't I say that word? You're getting too stressed out about his ne- the two ends in Vandron. <laughs> so. You're just throwing extra ends in just so your mouth is ready. <laughs> All right. Bradford and his accomplice, Vandron Seymour, went into Angelo's food store in Dallas, Texas with the intent on robbing the place. But, okay, so Bradford walked in and immediately shot 29-year-old security guard Brian Williams in the back. He then aimed the gun at the clerk who ran and hid behind some displays in the store. Bradford and Seymour managed to get Brian's hat, his weapon, and his wallet, which contained $7. The two then ran off into the night. Brian was taken to the hospital where he later died as a result of four gunshot wounds. Within two weeks, Bradford was arrested at his home where police found three guns, crack cocaine, and marijuana. I don't know why they always got to throw the weed in there. Like, Well, because at the time it was illegal. I mean, yeah, but calm your tots, people. Anyways, <laughs> I say this as I'm the one that writes the story. Uh-huh. You are. I could let that out. What? Okay. Okay. Um, what is going on? He gave a voluntary statement and claimed that it was self-defense. He said his gun fired unintentionally, and then he kept firing because Brian was reaching for his gun. But luckily, there was a security camera in the store that showed otherwise. And he was shot in the back. They had security cameras that you could actually see stuff happening in the 80s? Why yeah. don't we have those now? <laughs> <laughs> what? The security cameras when I worked at Pep Boys, they were, they were pretty intense. So, I mean, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, you're I mean, right. He, my- he he shot him in the back. So yeah. your story you immediately cannot- falls apart. Right. Exactly. Do not unless come he- at me with self-defense when he was shot in the back. Unless okay. he challenged you to a dance off and he was just better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I would win a dance off. It depends on who you're dancing against. I mean, like who? What? Your cat? All right. That's fair. <laughs> okay okay after his first trial he was convicted and sentenced to death but that was thrown out by the texas court of criminal appeals great now do add on they said that the trial judge made an error regarding psychiatric testimony but on may 15th 1995 happy birthday (gasps) thank you he was convicted and sentenced again the main evidence that put him away was the surveillance video from the store. Dan Harold, former Dallas County DA who prosecuted the case, said it was just about the most chilling video you'd ever see. Bradford walked in, turned right, walked up behind the victim and shot him. Just shot him. No fight. No struggle. No. Put your hands up. Just shot him and the victim fell to the floor. Edward King Jr., one of Bradford's co-counsel, said the video was very disturbing. And when the jurors saw it, most of them began to cry. Bradford's other co-counsel, Paul Brock. Broccoli? Broccoli. I want to say broccoli. Because <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, bra, brock, brock, broccoli? <laughs> B-R-A-U-C-H-L-E. Broccoli, right? I'm going with broccoli. Brock, broccoli. It's German. <laughs> Brochly? Brochly. 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 
<laughs> Bra Uchley. Bra Uchley. Bra Uchley. Bra Uchley. Broccoli. Definitely broccoli. I'm going to go with broccoli. Broccoli. I like broccoli. I want broccoli. <laughs> Spit everywhere. <laughs> I had beef and broccoli last night. Was it good? It was excellent. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Good for you. I didn't know if you'd be mad or not. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, I actually really don't care about beef and broccoli because I can make really good beef and broccoli. Okay. It's like the lo mein that I care about. <laughs> oh, lo mein. I know. It's so good. Anyways, okay. Bradford's other co-counsel, Paul Broccoli, said the video was devastating to the defense. The jury gets to sit there and listen to the guy moan and groan and agonize. A four-year-old could have gotten death. I mean, if a four-year-old shoots you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree with that statement, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I'm going to have a little issue with Mr. Broccoli here. <laughs> what a dick. And say that that's what you can I mean, listen to the guy moan, groan, and act like he's dying. Can we have a little empathy and sympathy? Dying. Here? Yes. He got shot four times. He's literally in the floor dying. Of course, he's going to moan and groan and agonize. If it was me, it'd be reaching for snacks. But <laughs> I mean, teach their own. <laughs> okay. Just, just one more, just one more bite. Just, okay. I can have one more peanut butter in him. <laughs> <laughs> They stole half this bag of peanut butter M&M's. <laughs> they watched their surveillance tape. Or, nope, nope, or, actually, this was her. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they steal just half a bag? Why didn't they take the whole thing? <laughs> I'd be dying surrounded by Coke bottles and Reese pretzels. I've always wanted to try this snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no time like being on my deathbed. I'm glad I didn't waste my life eating this. Why are, we, <laughs> why are we like this? And then I just write out in Skittles. Okay. This was nasty. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, yeah. That would be more efficient. Zero Time ten. efficient. Just you. <laughs> I'm filling out in-depth food reviews. The texture was wonderful. However... Perhaps it could have used a bit more salt. <laughs> huh. Anyways, so he exhausted all of his appeals to try and get off on get off on death row. Get yes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well <laughs> enjoy your time. I mean, there's Yolo. nothing else to do. So okay. That is not what he did. Well, I mean, probably he did. Let's just be honest. Breaking news. Hey, guys. Ashley's audio messed up here. I'm not sure what happened. It gets better later. But if you have any aggravation about this, the way it sounds, you can direct your angry emails towards her. Now back to the show. He exhausted all of his appeals to try and get off of death row. But in the end, they were all rejected. Dr. John <laughs> Rennebaum? Sure. Hey, is your mic on? Yeah. Okay, Why? sorry. Because it just sounds a little... Like, I hear a lot of buzzing in the background. Anyways, go ahead. Do you don't, do you have a fan on in your room? Yeah. Can you turn it off, please? Yeah, I, but I can't breathe without it. Okay, I've well... I've had it on the whole time. Okay. <sighs> I can't sit with a heater out here. I literally... My toes are ice cubes. But heaven forbid you survive without your fan. What is happening? <laughs> I struggle so much with these headphones because the ears 
flip in and out and like over and they turn and all kinds of stuff. And first of all, I don't understand why it does that. And second of all, I can't, I can't control it. And I don't I like can't it. control it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So he exhausted all of his appeals to try and get off of death row. But in the end, they were all rejected. Dr. John Rennebaum, a psychiatrist, testified that Bradford, quote, would commit criminal acts of violence, which would constitute a continuing threat to society. He also stated that Bradford's behavior seemed to fit an antisocial personality, and he was very aggressive. Duh. Um, did, did I write that or did you? The duh? That was all you. Yeah. All you, Shug. Okay. <laughs> I keep my comments to Sorry. myself. Oh. I just say them. <laughs> I'm trying to get better about not putting things like that in there. No, that's so okay. That Some people need it, to rehearse their jokes. Some people are just naturally funny. No, no, it's because I write like I talk. And okay, anyways, <laughs> what? There are also reports that his IQ was only 68. For reference, on most IQ tests, a score of 100 is about average. A score of 68 means that Bradford is considered quote intellectually deficient. Keep in mind, though, this argument was brought up by Bradford's defense attorneys, so it could have been something they exaggerated just to get him off a of death row. Which, like, is an IQ t- like not be dumb, but is an IQ test like a legitimate thing? I don't understand your question. Are IQ tests real? They exist. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand your question. Rephrase, please. I mean, it's like, to me like an IQ test would be like um, like the SATs. Like, some people are better at certain things, but it doesn't mean that they're stupid. No, well, an IQ test, and they've sort of been mostly discredited at this point, but they're supposed to measure how much knowledge you, sort of like how much knowledge you have the ability to hold, not what knowledge you do hold. So, sort of like, uh, if your brain is a cup, it measures how big the cup is. Okay, well, that's none of their business. Well, it is, because a lot of states have rules that say if somebody's below a certain level, they can't be executed, because... They might not actually understand what it means to murder someone. They might not actually have the level of intelligence it needs to understand what that means. Right. But ha- I just don't. It's almost like you're measuring someone's personality as opposed to their knowledge. Don't, I don't to tilt me. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know. Like, have you ever done one of the IQ tests like online? Yes. They all say I'm a genius. Like, so I love them. <laughs> but. <laughs> I need to Google this more. Okay. Okay. In reading court documents, Bradford qu- was questioned for 90 minutes by state doctor, Dr. Grigson, who said that Bradford was of average intelligence. I can't, I can't even pronounce intelligence. Jesus. Let me try that one again. Okay. Okay. Oh, hang on. You're in a run on sentence here. Where's the beginning? Okay. In reading court documents, Bradford was questioned for 90 minutes by state doctor, Dr. Grigson, who said that Bradford was of average intelligence and that his poor school performance was from lack of motivation. He also said that he knew that Bradford had a much higher IQ than what the tests had indicated. Dr. Grigson also testified that Bradford was... <laughs> hold on. He also... <laughs> was not ready for this. Yeah. You, when did you add this in? The other day. I had to. I got a lot to Dr. say about it. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Okay. Dr. Grigson also testified that Bradford had the weirdest haircut that he had seen, apparently with lightning bolts on the side of the head. All right, then. Okay. So first of all, 
you can't tell if somebody's poor school performance is from lack of motivation after 90 minutes. Let's just start with that. Fair. <laughs> okay. Fair. You can't eat, for example, for children, you can't even diagnose them until after over a year okay. of observing them in the classroom. Um, and I have a real problem with the fact that after 90 minutes, he said he knew that Bradford had a higher IQ. You can't know that after 90 minutes. You might suspect, but you cannot know that. I don't like Dr. Grigson. Bradford's trash, but I don't like Dr. Grigson. And then, what does this haircut have to do with anything? Right? Style is subjective. <laughs> I mean, they're lightning bolts, though, because lightning bolts are pretty awesome. And I mean, I'm okay with it. That I don't have right? a problem with that part. <laughs> right? Grigson jealous, bro. That's probably what it is. I'm probably a little bit late and racist. Oh, because I don't know if we mentioned that Bradford is black. Oh. It's so, a- to me, that came across as racist. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, yeah, then 100%. Yeah, that, that to me came across as racist. Yeah. Okay. On June 1st, 2001, 42-year-old Bradford ate his last meal. It consisted of chicken with jalapenos, peanut butter cake, butter rolls, two steak and cheese omelets, hash browns with ketchup, and a root beer. I mean... That's a lot. That is a lot. Two, two steak and cheese omelets? And peanut butter cake, though. And it's... Prison steak, so it's not like it's the good stuff. It's the chewy, like, steakums. Is it the prison stuff? Or they, they're, I mean, they're allowed to get, like, KFC and stuff, I right? I don't think so. Well, I guess it depends on state to state, but one of the um, cases we we researched, I'm trying to remember which one, but I can't. It may have been the guy who, they were like, we're going to put you to death, just kidding, no, we're not. And then he uh-huh. got ended up getting put to death anyway. I think yeah. they said, he asked for something, they said, you can't do that, you have to pick something that we have in the prison kitchen. I bet so, those hash browns were good, though. Yeah, cheap hash browns are the best. Yeah, they really are. But Yo, keep the ketchup off of them. On point. I mean, I, I wouldn't like know about ketchup. all that. You do, but oh, I don't. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and so, butter rolls. Are they buttered rolls? Because what is a butter roll? I don't know. It sounds delicious. It sounds like what I have on my body right now is butter rolls. <laughs> <laughs> same. Same, girl. And chicken with jalapenos, because yes, but how is that? Like, do you serve that on rice? I mean, he didn't have this rice. This is why I knew we were going to be on this for a Maybe while. Maybe he had it questions. in the butter rolls. Maybe it was like some kind of sandwich. Like a chicken salad, but chicken jalapeno salad? Chi- well, what? I was thinking more like a like a jalapeno popper sandwich with chicken. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds delicious, actually. Okay. TM, 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 TM. Okay. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my recipe. That's mine. All right. So he had the chicken jalapeno popper and the butter rolls as an appetizer. Okay. Okay. And then... Oh, with a side of hash browns. Well, the steak and cheese omelets and the hash browns, he was having breakfast for dinner, butter cake, peanut butter cake for dessert, and then root beer. So, solved it. Okay. Now I want a root beer. Okay. Oh, right. I haven't had a root beer in a long time. They're so good. Mm, Come bring me one. You come bring me one. And bring me those cheddar bunnies. The what? They're like, they're like goldfish, but bunnies, cheddar bunnies. No one from his family was there for his execution. <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't. I'm just changing the subject. Okay. Okay. No one from his family was there for his execution, which is very sad to me that he had nobody there. It is there. sad. Yeah. Only his friend, Noel Martin. Bradford's last words were to Martin. I love you, man. You have been there for me through thick and thin. We have no more worries, just as I have no more worries for the victim's family. May you be at peace also. He was then injected with a new drug they were using, phenobarbital. He was the second person in Texas to receive this drug. And within 10 minutes at 6.25 p.m., he was pronounced dead. I wonder what my last words to you would be. Kelly, are you Kelly, hide on myself. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to eat them? 
Can I have a bite? Oh my god. Stop <laughs> it. Can I get some of that though? <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly just want more bite. <laughs> I don't know what you're dying of that you're sign- that's how you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how the death penalty is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold. Why did you get the death penalty? Oh, wait. <laughs> Let's oh, rewind. At... <laughs> I mean, okay, gotta go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> don't don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to. Okay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Greg Williams, Brian's brother, said justice for Brian Edward Williams has been served. Our family would like to thank everyone with the Dallas Police Department and the Dallas County district attorney's office who assisted in the investigation apprehension and conviction of brian's killer we thank all of our friends and loved ones who had given their prayers to support us we have no anger towards mr bradford and forgive him of his crime against our family we now turn our thoughts and prayers to mr bradford's family as they now grieve the loss of their loved one i just can't oh god that is so kind (laughs) it is like Dude is a super good person. Yeah, that's so kind. It, it really is. Yeah. Plus his little heart. I know. And um, just for reference, everybody, Van John Seymour was convicted and sentenced to 42 years in prison for aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. He served 12 of those years and re- was released on parole in 2002. I don't, I don't, I don't get how, I don't, I don't, I don't, why is the justice system? <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to add it to our list of questions. <laughs> so I did a little research just out of curiosity because, like I said, Bradford was black and his victim was white and he got the death penalty. And we talked about last, was it last episode? I think two episodes ago. Where we talked about the death penalty for a while and how you're more likely to get the death penalty if you're a black person who kills a white person. Well, yeah. I did a little research. So. Just out of curiosity, and I really did this research really quickly, so I don't have a ton of information about it, but in Kentucky on October 24, 2018, Gregory Allen Bush, who was 51 and is white, entered a Kroger in Jefferson Town, Kentucky. He shot and killed a customer, Maurice Stallard, who was 69, and it was inside the store. He then went outside and fatally shot Vicki Lee Jones, who was 67. Both victims were black. Bush was charged with a lot of different crimes, including two counts of murder and federal counts of hate crimes, and he received life in prison with no possibility of parole. Bush also had a past history of violence, including following a 15-year-old girl to the bathroom at a movie theater, assaulting his parents, verbally assaulting his wife, and fighting with a police officer. And yet he received life in prison, and Bradford was put to death, and he killed two people. Yeah, but does Kentucky have the death penalty? Yes. At that time? Yes. I checked on that. Oh. They still have the death penalty. And his was racially, racially motivated. He shot them because they were black. What a dick. Yeah. But I just wanted to point out that still happens. Still happens, guys. You said this was 2018? Yeah. But Why do people I, hate black people so much? Like, I legit. Don't I like, don't I don't get it. get it. I don't get it either. I don't know. I don't know. People suck. <sighs> wow. Okay, then. Well, can you give me a happy ending? I can certainly try. Okay. So our birthday's today, December 28th, in 1922, Stan Lee was born. Oh, yay. Thank you, Stan Lee, for Marvel. Everything. <laughs> for Iron Man specifically. For Gambit specifically for me. Okay. In 1978, John Legend was born. Oh. And then in 1983, one of my favorite actors from Taiwan, his name is Mike He, he was born. He's so cute. 
And that's our birthdays for today. So here's our events for today. I'm really excited for the last one because I did research. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which All is right, why then. I rushed through the birthday so quickly because I'm really excited about it. Okay. So on December 28, 1860, Harriet Tubman arrived in Auburn, New York on her last mission to free slaves. She evaded ca- capture on the Underground Railroad for eight years. Yes, girl. She is a queen. Why don't we have yes. more stuff named after her? Get rid of everything that's named Robert E. Lee and name it Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, but I'm serious. Okay. So then, okay, so this is the one that I researched because it was so weird. So in 1945, the Pledge of Allegiance was officially recognized by Congress. I couldn't confirm this date. It makes no sense. But so for any of our overseas listeners, the Pledge of Allegiance is something we actually do every single morning in classrooms in America. It's super creepy. creepy. Children stand in a room and chant their allegiance to the American flag. (laughs) Sounds like something that should happen in, like, North Korea. (laughs) Super creepy. Okay. So I could really not find any confirmation about the state. So like I said before, I I read my stuff. And then on the one website, onthisday.org or hitcom or something, anyways. And then I'll go just to Google and and make sure it's legit. This one I couldn't find the actual day for it. But a bunch of other stuff came up and I was like, this is so interesting. I didn't know why we did this creepy chant every single day in in school, so... Um, so the Pledge of Allegiance was written in 1892 by a socialist. <laughs> he was a socialist minister, Francis Bellamy. Solved it. It originally was not supposed to be just for America. He wrote it for, it was supposed to be used by any citizen in any country. And it originally said, I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That was it. In 1923, the, a national flag conference, which was presided over by the American Legion and the Daughters of the Hang American- on, hang on, hang on. Hold up. A national flag conference? Like, why do we not get to go to those? Because I would, I would, I would not be, I'm not there. No. <laughs> I would want, you don't want to go to that? No. They wouldn't, I would be kicked out very quickly. I, I would just want to design a flag, though. That's, uh, that's, I don't think that's what they do because I'm, I'm, Uh-oh. I'm about to, let me finish. Oh, sorry. So you can see what they do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it was presided over by the American Legion and the Daughters of the American Revolution. They said that my flag should be changed to the flag of the United States so that little immigrant children aren't unclear about which flag they're supposed to be saluting. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not oh even my, done yet. Oh, God, there's more. Yeah, because we're still missing part of our our pledge. Under God, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in 1954, in an attempt to distinguish the United States from godless communism, Congress added the words under God. Any overseas listeners that we have, every single morning, <laughs> children across the nation stand with their hands over their heart and chant to our flag. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Malarkey. All right. So then also, (laughs) this was so interesting to me. We said this chant every morning and I had no knowledge about it at all. So then- You're like out of breath. I'm very excited by this crap that we put up with, with no, no question. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Ash's laptop battery just died, guys. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so the flow's a little little off, but that's okay, because it's all still very exciting. Okay, so apparently 
we now stand with our hand over our heart while we chant to the inanimate object. Apparently, it didn't used to be that way. It used to be a hand raised with your palm towards it. Like you're on the freaking Price is Right revealing a prize. (laughs) (laughs) But then that was too much like Nazi Germany. So then they changed it to your hand on your heart. Are you for real? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Isn't it also fascinating? (laughs) It is. It actually really is. Right? But why are people like this? (laughs) Why do we have to do that? I don't want to pledge allegiance to a flag. I want to pledge allegiance to maybe the citizens or the good of the nation or something. I don't even know what pledge allegiance means. It means I I pledge allegiance. I I vow to be have this 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 flag has my loyalty. See, you were oh. saying it. He <laughs> said it for twelve years, and you didn't even know what it meant. No, I have no idea. I just know the words. What? <laughs> oh, cheese and crackers. I'm the type that could easily get brought into a cult. I disagree. Cults. Yeah. Cults really do a lot of things like deny you sleep and food so they can control your mind better. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Neither one of us would fall prey to a cult. (laughs) Excuse me, I can have how much food today? All right, well, I got to go. (laughs) It's all McDonald's down the road. I've got things to do. (laughs) I need fries and an Oreo McFlurry right now. Where is my iced coffee, though? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So who got your eye this week? Colin uh, is it Joust? Joust from SNL? He's married to Scarlett Johansson. Okay. I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh my God. What? What are you even saying right now? He looks like he's like 12 years old and he's Ew. so cute. Scar. He's so adorable. Joe. Husband. And they're so stinking cute together. And he's got like this cutest little smile. Oh my God. And we were watching um, YouTube clips of SNL characters breaking character. Uh-huh. Oh, and it's so good. Him and Bill Hader are terrible. You find him attractive? I do, right? He's I know, so not right? your type. I know. I know. Don't judge me right now. I'm not judging you. I'm just shocked. Why? That's not your type at all. It's because he's nerdy. I, I feel like he's super nerdy. And that Fair makes enough. him attractive to me. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, fair enough. I agree with that. Personality is what makes somebody cute. Yeah. And doesn't he look nerdy? He does look like a nerd. Yes. Yes. So, and plus he's married to Scarlett Johansson. Like, he's got to be pretty awesome. I just want to go hang out at their house. I, just, I think that they I would kindly ask you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> this nice officer is here but to anyway, you away. <laughs> he's like super adorable. And I don't know. He makes me happy. And um, Michael Shea on um, SNL, he does the, um, what's the news thing that they do? The, oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. The, but uh, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. He it, is so funny too. Like, and he, he reminds me of you because he can like say stuff and like keep his face like perfectly straight. <laughs> And where me, like, I would just be, like, busting out laughing. And, like, the camera, like, pan over to Colin. And he's just, like, you can see him, like, starting to giggle. And I'm like, oh, my God, y'all are so cute together. (sighs) Okay. So that's who caught my eye this week. Scarlett Johansson's husband. Good job, Scarlett. Um, I approve. (laughs) Scarlett's like, thanks. Right? Scar. All right, go away now. Our girl, Scar. (laughs) We're best. We'd still pick you over him, though, Scarlett. (laughs) Just so you know. I mean, yeah. If it's an either or, we're on your side, honey. Yes. <laughs> women empowering 100%. women. So who caught my eye this week? I have Henry Cavill. 
Who Cavill. I'm not entirely sure how to say his name. If I'm not one of Cavill or Cavill. Uh, he was in a lot of stuff. I So there's this video game called Witcher 3. And I've been playing it Witcher? a lot. Witcher? Oh. Witcher 3. And I've been playing okay. it basically nonstop for the past. Well, not nonstop, but I've been playing, working on it for a while. Because it's one of those games that has side quests and it goes on for a long time. Anyways, so there's a show on Netflix based on this Witcher, game. Which yeah. is which is actually based on a book. He's the main guy in that. But he also played Superman. He Ew. played... Oh, he was in Enola Holmes. Have you watched that on Netflix? It was really cute. No. Hold on. Hold Anyways, please. he's super attractive. And season two of Witcher's about to come out. We're recording this on December 14th, and Witcher two, Witcher season two comes out on Holy December Holy snap 17th. beans. Right? Isn't he fine? Oh, yeah. He's fine. He's nice and wide, too. Yes. His face is too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but kind of yes, that's what you mean. <laughs> he's also yeah. British, so he's got a great accent. Oh, so he's oh yeah yeah. I'm not mad at him. Brothers, hold on. There's more. Of them? <laughs> <They> <laughs> multiply. <laughs> hold please. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll take any of them. <laughs> Just, any of them. Uh, you know where to find us. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can email us at a, a date with murder at gmail.com. I wonder if Chad Michael Murray would be mad. I'm sure, actually, that Chad Michael Murray would be quite relieved. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't love him anymore? <laughs> yes. Oh, but Chad Michael Murray is so hot. I just Googled him again. Huh. He's got some kind of new Hallmark movie or something coming out, too. I hate Hallmark movies. Or, or what's the other one? Isn't there another one that does movies? Christmas movies? Does Lifetime do Christmas movies like that? What am I thinking of? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, Hallmark. so it must have been Hallmark. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's the white dude falls in love with the white girl. He's blonde, oh, so I'm yeah. sure she's a brunette. <laughs> of course. But white. That's the important part. <laughs> what did I just do? I just touched buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Something just popped up on my screen and it freaked me out. Okay. Oh, I know the date. I got it. December 28th, 1988. But I had it in my notes. But I had it right here too. I have my notes right I here. Just went, I just put my finger on the computer and then it touched things and then something popped up on my screen and it was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just want you to go away and leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just had a moment. from December 28, 1988. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Date With Murder. Once again, awkward pause. Yep, always. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> I hate when you do that. It makes her sound so creepy. She is creepy. She's a creepy kid. I mean, yeah. She's she is, just ripping but... out her loose teeth, loose teeth now. I mean, homegirls hustling. <laughs> Mama, I'm just going to pull this tooth out. No, you won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did she really? Yeah, she just pulled her tooth out. It was extremely loose. Oh. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was really loose. Okay. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Amen. Amen. Was that summer? When did we go? Uh, September. Oh, September. Oh, yeah. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually... <laughs> 
So are you are you taking Deuce? The what? cat? The cat. Are you taking that cat? Yes? Oh no, he won't let, he really won't let me. Is your mom taking one of the cats? I thought you said, are you taking the dudes? And I'm no. like, taking them where? Not to mention, who are they? <laughs> but where are we going, though? <laughs> That's That tracks. Accurate. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Okay, but where are we going, though? I mean, the answer is oh, yes. Wait, Just tell me where. <laughs> <laughs> and Riley named the cat um, Deuce. Oh, okay. That's that's why I was confused. It happens. What kind of dog? A big, cute one. You can't have a dog. I don't know why I'm asking you. The boss won't but let you. Are you done? Probably not. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I'm just Great. speaking the truth. I can't even remember the last time I uh, cross-stitched. Is that what it's called? Is it needlepoint or cross-stitch? Are they the same thing? Embroidery and needlepoint are the same thing. Okay, so cross-stitch is like the design. The cross-stitch is the... You're stitching in crosses. Okay, never mind. I don't... Uh. And then embroidery or needlepoint is... Like, you can start in this spot over here, and it'll go all the way to this spot instead of making <laughs> each individual little X. That's my explanation. You're How welcome. big of a cross-stitch did you just do? Because it went all the way across <laughs> your bed. <laughs> I mean, I've done some pretty big ones. I mean, you had one, your arm extended straight to one side. It went all the way to the other side. Are you ever sorry I'm your best friend? Only on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> well, I just picked the first day that popped in my head. I all feel right. like that's Jesus's day, so I should I should probably feel a little respectful on those days. <laughs> I'd be like, Lord, I'm so sorry I picked her. <laughs> Lord, I did my I best. She's not great. I'm sorry. To turn her to the path of righteousness. I didn't try that hard. So I was like, whatever. And then just kind of half-ass that one. The don't, next one's really good. Don't ever, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Ron Swanson. Thank you. Thanks You're welcome. <gasps> that made me so proud. <laughs> what? Have you ever watched Parks and Rec? Yeah, I've seen Have the you? series. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. How do I not know things about you? What else are you hiding? There's a couple bodies in my closet, but... Oh, I don't want to know about that. I don't want to go to jail. No, thank you. Oh. Um, and no, there's not. I've been in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> also, no. Also, also no. <laughs> um, what do you not know? Are you just holding your chapstick? You don't really probably have anything. Are you holding your chapstick? Just holding it? Yeah. Is it your comfort points. animal? <laughs> yeah. And your point? I didn't have one. I was literally just asking a question. Oh. In March 1986, police received a call about the burglary of a school prison. What? Wait, what? A school prison? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. I don't want to see your vagina. What? The view you had hey. of me. <laughs> you aimed it that way. I guess you'd be uh, that'll be $20, please. <laughs> Thank you. No, you show it to me for free. Let's just be honest. Kelly, I can't unbutton my pants. <laughs> That's the most difficult thing to do when you're drunk. It really is. Okay. For me, it is. Okay. Fair enough. It's okay. because I pee every 10 minutes anyways. Well, that's um, you should just start wearing leggings. Leggings weren't a thing, though, back in the day. Right. Okay. Okay. Glad we settled that. Yep. Solved it. I can't wait till you get married. I'm never getting married. I mean, same, but... 
And I will you never be I mean. in a relationship like what you're in right now, ever. I never want to live mean? with... I never want to be like be in a relationship where I live with another person. No, thank you. <laughs> I like my stuff. I like my space. I like being able to decide what I want to do. No, thank I you. Mean, I have my... I have my own room. But you can't get another cat or a dog. <laughs> you have to share Anyways, your food. Not, no, I've learned to hide it now. <laughs> so you have to hide your food. <laughs> no, the queens Don't would not down. have stood for this. <laughs> right? Please stop touching your cat on video. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to click with you. Uh, but... But they pay um, me by the minute, though. I mean... Uh, there's so many things I want to say. <laughs> okay but i won't good because i need to know if she has my teeth in her house <laughs> no don't give her any context we'll keep you guys updated on what she says mama do you have a container of my teeth do you have a box of my teeth she said are you referring to your baby teeth <laughs> how does she know why did she have to ask what other teeth would she have Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Somewhere in this house, I have a little container with your first three teeth you lost along with your nursery ID bracelet. Okay, but why just the first three teeth? And where are the others? No, Tooth Fairy took those. Okay, but where are my other teeth, though? No, <laughs> you were creeped out if she had any. But now that she doesn't have them all, you're upset. <laughs> that is correct. That tracks. <laughs> oh, your poor mother. <laughs> your mother is a freaking saint <laughs> she oh man she is bless her little heart i don't know how y'all do it i really don't i've got to be exhausting <laughs> you really are <laughs> sarah texted me before we started recording she was like you and ashley have seemed pretty irritated with each other lately on these past recordings <laughs> did she really say that uh -huh. i wasn't irritated with you Apparently, we sounded like we were irritated with each other. I would keep at least the first one she lost. The tooth, the tooth fairy has the rest of them. Stop it. It's the mom the, lie. I mean, I'm 33 years old. You don't have to tell me the tooth fairy has my teeth, mama. You already know it. You don't need it confirmed. You already know the tooth fairy's got them. 